Daddy's Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Demonicus Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be an interview with four of our beginning teachers. At our school this year, we're in a really unique situation. We have four beginning teachers on a staff of 11. And so they're really a big part of our school um, and have so much energy and creativity and enthusiasm. Of course, no one's perfect, neither am I. And so there's lots of mistakes that we make uh, in a, in our careers and in our uh, day-to-day work with students where we think, oh, I could have done that differently. But these folks are uh, tremendous. They're very talented. They've got a lot of energy. And uh, they've, they've uh, just been a fantastic part of our team. And our team is really great. We have uh, veteran teachers as well that are well-educated, um, know their stuff really well, literacy, numeracy, assessment, practices, uh, teaching strategies, engagement strategies. Uh, they are specialists. It's true. They're truly, they truly are specialists. And having our four rookies join them this year has been uh, such a... Uh, fantastic addition to the staff and the team so it's been really uh, a really great year for me as their principal Uh, it's really an honor for me to work with these folks and uh, you can get a sense of our uh, beginning teachers and their enthusiasm and how much they you know how much work it is to be a teacher but at the same time how much they're enjoying the process and really coming together as a group uh, to support each other in their practice which is really important because it is a it's a big job I mean being a teacher you have uh, kids with you all day you're a very important part of their lives and uh, you want to do the best you can with them so having this team has been a unique it's a unique situation but uh, i couldn't ask for a better group to work with uh so yeah it's just been a, a great uh, great year so far it's march so we're getting close to a spring break and another round of parent teacher interviews and then the, the final drive to the end of the year and uh, they'll all be uh seasoned veterans with their first year under their belt but I also want to mention that uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Staples in Sherwood Park. And I've had a chance to work with uh, Gerald at Staples. He's been very gracious to support our school with our learning commons and maker space. And so uh, with that, I've uh, asked Staples to sponsor this podcast. And uh, the Staples in Sherwood Park is happy and honored to continue providing support for the second year of the uh, Elk Island Catholic Schools one-to-one program. Staples stores in Fort Saskatchewan and Camrose as well are ready to do the same uh, for their area schools. Uh, Staples will provide valuable information to parents and students with regards to recommended Chromebook models uh, for our program uh, and other options and models that are also available in their store. We'll also make it easy to uh, acquire products and uh, support uh, different products such as sleeves, USB flash drives, uh, mouse free computer uh, for your child to have a successful school year or students. Uh, Most importantly, local staple stores are here to provide technical and product support via the educational easy care plan and Staples looks forward to working with uh, parents and students. And I have to say as a principal and a educational leader in my building, any questions I have regarding technology or um, if I'm seeking out a particular product, uh, Gerald at the Sherwood Park store has been extremely gracious and uh, fantastic to work with so it's easy for me to uh, have staples as a sponsor for this podcast it's been uh, it's been fantastic work with their team okay well so with that i'm going to pass it over to uh, the interview with the four rookies 
Okay, welcome to the Demonicus Podcast. I've got four beginning teachers that are in their first year here that have to stay after school because normal voice or no I think we all have pretty normal voice uh, yeah. I think we do too yeah. well, I miss <laughs> being recorded just like <laughs> it is so you know if it's low or high we can listen Perfect. to it really <laughs> yeah. okay so first question is for anybody who wants to answer is what's it like being in your first year teaching one of the main stressors what's been a surprise you didn't know coming in you're like man this has been A it's a lot of work we know for sure but is there anything like that stands out as like yeah this was I wasn't ready for that, or this has been a surprise. Um, I was ready to get 25 emails a day. You <laughs> yeah, ready? I'm having an email issue. Yeah. <laughs> so you do have, have an email issue, yeah. I've just avoided <laughs> that problem. Let's not look at it, and then it just goes away. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty just much pretend it. pretend it's not there. Yeah. Yeah, email is a problem. It's a challenge because it dominates. Like, when you get time to do that, right? After school, it's now 3.34, you're trying to plan, trying to mark. Yeah, it's more like a Sunday night issue. Yeah, <laughs> it's very busy first year. Yeah, I think something surprised that surprised me is um, how you can connect with kids that you have nothing in common with. I didn't think that would happen at the beginning of the year, but now it's like everything's kind of working itself out and we've become friends now. Yeah, that's a good point. How do you connect with kids you don't have anything in common with? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, I usually just ask them questions about their lives, like what they're interested in, even though I don't know anything about like video games and stuff. And then the next week they're like, oh, guess what I did in this video game? So <laughs> right <exciting. on>. <laughs> Have you become a gamer since? No. <laughs> I can't say I have. No, you could be. You know, try no. it. You know, such thing. You're probably I don't have time. I'm a first year teacher. <laughs> right. I know, that's true. You're probably the only person in their life who's ever been like, oh, cool, and they talk to me. (laughs) She cares. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) That's cool. As a first-year teacher, I'm finding it difficult balancing work and home life because I'm at the school a lot. Mm -hmm. The hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you like to say it gets better, and it does, but then it kind of doesn't, too, because there's always new things to learn or new things to try. Like, you've been teaching for 20 years, then you're like, all this tech stuff is in your face, and you're like, ah, how do I figure that out, and i got to learn this, too, so. There's always something to do, though, too, Always, yeah. Mark plan, learn tech, learn a new strategy, Mm -hmm. chat with parents, Mm -hmm. do your emails. Oh, yeah, breathe. The marking, that's... When do you have time to do the marking? You're teaching during the day. You're planning at night. You need like a third life <laughs> to just mark. Hire like an assistant. You just don't yeah. sleep. You just yeah, don't. Oh, you're you right. Sleep. I'm sleeping. Yeah, That's what I should, I should be sleeping. You don't sleep. Just out sleep. You just, yeah. yeah, just go 24-7. Who needs to sleep or eat? Madness. Overeat. Not us. How about for you? You didn't say anything yet. I find like everything that is a problem that I encounter is, well, not everything, but like uh, I keep just putting aside work for Sunday Nicole. Um, Sunday Nicole doesn't do anything. Sunday Nicole is the laziest person. But weekday Nicole is like, she'll get it done. (laughs) She knows. I have full faith in Sunday Nicole. And then Sunday rolls around. I do what I do. I don't know. And then I wake up in Monday morning and I'm like, oh, goodness. What's happened? Oh, my gosh. It's horrifying. I'm a little bit worried about these two people. No. It's, a, it's a bit scary. You're all three. My all three. Like, I really believe that there's a person that I am who will do work and that she's not real. <laughs> Sunday Nicole's a superhero, and she just does stuff really fast. Yeah. You notice, yeah. It just is done. For preservation, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> too true, too true. That's true, yeah. 
Okay, so on the other end, what's been like the most pleasant, surprising part of being a teacher? So, because when you're student teaching, you've got like a mentor teacher you're dealing with. You're, they're kind of the boss of the class. You got to borrow their kids for a while in their classroom space. Well, now you got your own space, your own kids. Is there what's the highlight? Like this was this has been kind of neat or exciting or. I think the highlight for me is just like getting like comparing it to mentor uh, when we were doing our mentor practicums, and we had to I uh, like for me anyways I had to do what the teacher wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And it was always like I had to be like this teacher, mm-hmm. so just like kind of getting to do whatever I want, mm-hmm. not like with well within boundaries. Getting to try, <laughs> getting to what try do whatever I want yeah. is kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, a little freedom, flexibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that the class like from day one we've been getting to know each other rather than like hopping in midway through the semester Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now like we have all our strategies or like our techniques that work and we have little like weird junior high inside jokes kind of thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's working because now like they know me well enough that like if we work hard for this amount of time then she's gonna be nice to us so like make it happen so Mm -hmm. always cutting deals yeah 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 you're like a mafia boss Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, that's good. That's, that's, especially in junior high, that's typically yeah. yeah that's not that's not uncommon. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. That is funny. I think they're just so funny sometimes. Like they just I will be like tired and I come in and I'm like oh, um, and then somebody will say the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and or just be like so bizarre, and it's awesome. <laughs> also, like I think being like a a student teacher everything was really easy and now I've gotten used to like it was really hard in the beginning doing so much work all the time and having to be so like on all of the time but like I I was like subbing today I was so bored all day because I didn't get to do like what I wanted to do um I didn't get to like I don't really teach anything right because I'm doing somebody else's stuff so it was like that's great too to get to be able to like do whatever I want all day is kind of cool yeah, you're running your show. You got yeah. to go on tangents, come up with a crazy <laughs> yeah. idea. Talk about what too often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like trying new things too. It makes it's made it a lot of fun just yeah. to bring in something new and try it out and see how it goes with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. And then to see their faces in the end too. That's true. Awesome. So we have two student teachers starting next week. What advice would you give people that are like going into their early stage of? IPT, APT. Ask a lot of questions and don't be afraid to ask teachers. And it, even if you think it's a stupid question, yeah, it might be a stupid question in your head, but it's really not. It's yeah. just you trying to figure things out. Yeah, better to ask them. Yeah, no, nothing's a stupid question. That's fair. Don't feel guilty for having a social life. Because I was planning all the time when I was in my practicum. And now, like, it just comes so much easier when it's your own class. Like, you know that the next day this is exactly what you need to teach. And I don't need to write a four-page lesson plan for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so just, like, have friends still. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, they keep you balanced. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, along the same vein, like, don't try to do too many things. And, like, be aware that it's going to take up a lot of your time. I tried to work three jobs during my first practicum because I was living by myself and trying to pay for my rent. Um And it was, like, I have never been more stressed out in my entire life. It was horrible. And I had one day where I just, like, started crying at the school. And I didn't need to be in that place, right? Like, I could have just been, like, hey, I need to, like, take a step back, not try to do every single thing on the planet Earth all at once. So just, like, be aware that, like, it's okay. Like, drop something. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Those global pieces of advice are good for sure. Yeah. Yeah, as they're coming in. I always say, like, 
your IPT, you're like, wow, that was a lot of work. And then you go to your APT and you're like, wow, that was nothing. That was a lot of work. And then you do your first year teaching, you're like, the APT was nothing. This But if you've never been through it, it's almost impossible to describe to someone because it's just mm-hmm. that immense and that time consuming, mm-hmm. that all encompassing almost profession. But it's fun and it's rewarding. And as you get a couple of years on your belt and you've, if you're teaching the same thing again, yeah. then the planning piece is way smaller because you're mm-hmm. just now fine-tuning stuff you've done before. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that might, makes it much better too. But yeah, it's true. It is busy, busy. So what do you do for light balance then? So you're in that first year and you're like just going 100 miles an hour. I was thinking of it like a marathon. We're in March, so spring break's coming up in another week just to catch your breath. And then you're on the final sprint to June. So what do you do right now to like still maintain some kind of balance and not stay at school till really late at night or play your sports <laughs> or whatever like how do you guys manage that I, I i'm very scheduled so i know that on certain nights i'm going to go to the gym and no matter what i have to do i always need that time for myself and there's no excuses mm-hmm. so i just i've already said it in my mind that the days i'm gonna go be on a break from teaching so I, I do it that way i'm over scheduled yeah. but my sister's a teacher, and at the beginning of the year, I would call her after work, and it would be like 7 p.m.-ish every night. Yeah. And then she's like, you need to leave the school by 5.30 latest, even in your first year. So since she's told me that, I've really tried to, like, Stick to leave it. on time. And, like, then go home and eat a good meal before going to play basketball or go home see my parents once a week. Like, yeah. just try to, like, now that it, I've got more of the hang of it, it kind of is fitting better. Like, I have picked up volleyball now because I... I'm home by 7, like, mm-hmm. it just works better now. Yeah, and scheduling things in and yeah. making those commitments with friends is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I've definitely been scheduling my life more. I also have started just, like, regularly exercising, which I was not doing at the beginning of the school year. I was just like, okay, I need to do all of the things uh, all of the time related to teaching and then just, like, abandoned all self-care, which was a bad call. But I, like, scheduled in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to this workout right now, and it makes me feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I've, like, done something for me now for an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. It's and awesome. It, and it rejuvenates. You get yeah. more, more energy. I have so much more energy since I've started, like, yeah. actually exercising. It's good. Caring about yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have the long drive. Yeah. That I makes it hard. Yeah. yeah. But I'm terrible at balancing my life and work right now. But I'll say on the weekends, I usually don't touch my work till Sundays. So I do take like Friday night Fridays. for myself mm-hmm. and Saturday for myself. Yeah. And I don't come on the weekend here. That's good. That's so, good. That's important. Because yes. some people do go to school on Saturday yes. and or Sunday. Yeah. My first principal I worked with, he was Larry's because he'd check the sign-in book. And if you were a first year, second year teacher and you weren't coming in on Saturday or Sunday, you were like... I don't know why they're not in. He'd like he'd like to see that people were coming in, right? So then I'd be like, "Hey, if you go in, write my name down, just see that." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's a challenge to try to find that balance. It's important. But you could listen to podcasts on your drive, like this one. I could. I very well. Listen to yourself getting interviewed. Like, He's pitching himself in his own podcast. Oh yeah, I pitched myself yesterday on Twitter too. That's awesome. Okay, mentorship. So now you guys are in your first year. You're stressed. You want to go home right now because it's Friday after school. <laughs> But, uh, like, your colleagues and your old man principal. Are you looking for compliments? No, I'm asking for <laughs> advice. But a compliment's are nice, too. Keep them coming. But, like, what can people do to help uh, mentor you, support you, so that you don't feel like you're on isolation island or burning out? Or I find this school is much better than I thought my first year would be. Because, w- like, in university, you're always warned. Like, you will be asked to do everything in the book. Mm-hmm. Which, like, we've done a lot. 
but I don't find it overwhelming just because, like, say I have a commitment, I can just go to Jess. I know she's not my mentor, but, like, mm-hmm. and say, like, can you cover my practice tonight? Or you, because you've done it before. Like, so it's not overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. school has not taken over my life, and I find that the older teachers were, like, insistent on not letting it, almost. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, they were. You're right. the uh, veteran teachers would always say, like, oh, like, when are you getting out of here? Like, I'm mm-hmm. leaving, you should be leaving, kind mm-hmm. of thing, so. And they would always say, like, don't take on too much. It's your first year, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're reminding you. Yeah. I think, like, if you're looking for advice, um, I think that, like, frustrations maybe sometimes come out of people thinking that we know more than we do. Mm-hmm. So, like, assuming that I know how to book a bus for a field trip or, I don't know, something, like, silly like that that seems so, like, easy and trivial. But then, like, the bus gets booked wrong and everybody's confused and mad at each other because everybody just assumed that, like, we already knew how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that, those, like, little things you never get taught and it's just, like, a, a hard learning curve. So yep. just for people to, like, to know that and to be like, okay, like, they probably just had no idea what they were yeah, doing. All the procedural yeah. things. Yeah. No clue, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My first day teaching, I melted the overhead inside the photocopy because I used the wrong sheet. Oh, and no. then I just tiptoed away and pretended I didn't do it, but it was bad. Like people were losing their minds because it's like day one of the school year, and that oh, photocopier is no. like out of commission. Yeah, it was bad news. But okay, I finally admit it now. Seventeen years later, <laughs> it was me. But no one told me, right? It's a little procedural thing. You don't yeah. know, like why? Why are yeah. those overheads even in that room if they're gonna melt in the photocopier? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. people just took them to use. This is a long time ago now. But yeah, it's so funny. But like it's true though. Booking a bus, doing a field trip form. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, attendance or whatever, where to read your announcement. Yeah. I found, like, like I've never tried to do it on my own because I knew that I would fail miserably. <laughs> so every time I've needed help and whoever I ask for help has been, like, extraordinary at yeah. giving me the help. Just, mm-hmm. like, yeah. going the extra mile and being like, this is how you do it. <clears throat> Next time, come to me first so that we'll yeah. do it properly together. Mm-hmm. Like, booking yourself. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I've never had an issue if you ask questions, I think. Yeah. And we ha- we're in a unique situation, so for listeners, the five people who might listen to this podcast, <laughs> we have four beginning teachers and 11 teachers total on staff, so yeah. you're in a big group of support, and you guys made connections since you started this year and mm-hmm. last spring or whatever, so that's helped probably a little bit too. If you were a first-year teacher with all veterans around you, you might feel a little more lonely in that scenario, but yeah, and our veterans are really good. They've been awesome to answer okay. questions, take time. Yeah, That's good for sure. advice for student teachers too. Make connections. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. eat in the staff room. Yes. 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 You have to get to know the people at the school yeah. for anyone to, I don't know, like notice that you're there, right? If they never see you, they're not going to know. Well, mm-hmm. and if you want good, like, recommendations and mm-hmm. stuff, you can get it from anyone, really. Yeah. The other thing, too, is if you make yourself invaluable somewhere, like, if you're like, okay, I have this skill that I know nobody at the school has, or maybe, like, is in great need at the school and you're like I'm going to fill that need the school is going to be like when you leave ah where did they go <laughs> yeah. right like come back yeah if you do things like that if you have like I, I'm going to coach volleyball because nobody at the school knows how or I'm going to uh, start a music club or whatever it's or do a play helpful. or do a play yeah. or whatever yeah mm-hmm. that's so true yeah what's your skill set how is the extracurricular thing going so your first year years like philosophically this is where I struggle I was telling someone this the other day I'm like when I was a be- uh, teacher in my career, I was like, hey, when I'm a principal, I'm going to take the first year teacher and tell them, like, only assistant coach one team and take it easy because you're planning lessons and you're trying to mark. And then I'm a principal and I'm like, yeah, I need you to coach this team. I need you to coach that team. Can you coach one more? And 
because we need people to do those jobs, and yeah, that's the hard part, right? So how do you balance that extracurricular piece out too that is generally in most schools an expectation that beginning teachers are in your first few years are pretty involved with that piece because that's another burden, right? Practice plans, Mm -hmm. tournaments, weekends. Well, at the beginning of the year, one of the veteran teachers came up to me and asked me if they could coach one of the teams, just assuming that I was coaching every team for the year. So I, I'm i pretty relieved, actually. I've only had to coach, like, two teams, and mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I love coaching, so it's not, like, it doesn't feel like a burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just something that I enjoy doing after school mm-hmm. rather than, like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Because the seasons don't overlap every either, so. No. No, I think that was a good thing that we alternated seasons as well. Because if I had to do volleyball and basketball, I probably would have been extremely overwhelmed. But the fact that we were able to alternate Mm -hmm. just gave me that extra, like, recovery time. Mm -hmm. And then we can jump back into it. (laughs) Then we can jump back into it. Badminton, five, six. No, it's true. And you're helping with coaching, too, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Like, we don't have to do anything after school this month or so. It's fun. Which is nice. That's all good. But that's, yeah, an extra piece of work for sure. Yeah. That's challenging. And our club at reset, lunch resets, mm-hmm. and yeah. drama production coming up. Yeah, that's it's getting crazy already, and there's still two months left, which is, uh, like, starting to stress me out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we won't talk too but, much about it. No, it's fine. I think, but sometimes it's really exciting. So, like, and it's I'm lucky because I'm doing something that I really like doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's not like I have to coach basketball and I don't know what's happening or how to coach basketball right like it's like okay I I like this this is fun for me whatever but it I haven't gone through it yet like I feel like you guys are kind of on the other end you've coached a full season you're done you know like how it like you know exactly like you know the outcome I'm like getting into it Mm -hmm. and some days they're so good and I'm like this is gonna be awesome I'm so excited and I have a day like today was one of the days (laughs) it was one of the days where I'm like what is happening like this is terrifying oh no (laughs) but like I I am aware that I will get there it'll be fine it just is like stressful (laughs) from like when you're in it like I've never done this before so I don't know yeah it's a steep learning curve. We're getting there. It'll be good. It's, a, I think, a learning curve for the kids, too, though, because they haven't had a program like this before, yeah. right? So at least, like, we're all kind of in it together trying to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it goes wrong, no one will know. No. It's just what we the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Just fake it and you're good. Exactly. What's the most terrifying experience as a beginning teacher? Like, any one scenario that happened so far this year that might become if you're like, that's making me nervous. Um, mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you always hear these stories of like you meant left a teacher or a kid back on a field trip or yeah, field trips are big. That's, that's a, a big thing too. Like me today, like doing head counts and with Cheryl and everything. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure that yeah. we have yeah. 16. I came with 16. We have to leave yeah. with 16 of yeah. ours. Yeah, ours. But actually, there I used to work for the county and they went on. There was like summer camps and they did uh, a program where they were like bussing out kids to the wilderness center every day and then back. And they came all the way back, and somebody's parent came, and lo and behold, the kid is still at the Wilderness Center. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, like, the most terrifying, because yeah. it actually happens to people. Like, it it's, does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just why? Or the kid falls asleep on the bus, and no one noticed that yeah. happened before. And then, so they get back to the bus depot, and there's, like, this munchkin on board. Yeah. Yeah, these little things do happen occasionally, mm-hmm. so that's why it's... For what about sure. parent-teacher interviews? How was, it, how was that first go-around? I find the parents to be extremely supportive of me like 
Strangely supportive. Yes. Like, and I love it. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bribing them Yeah, all. bribing them with $5 bills. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As they walk in the door. No, they just, like, they fully support how I'm teaching. And, like, if their child would need consequences, they are 100% behind it. Yeah. Like, no questions asked. They help me out at home. It's not nervous for them. It's They're perfect. Wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they were, they were fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't that. Were you nervous, more nervous though, beforehand or no? I was so nervous my first time, so I remember like, and you get sometimes tough questions or tough I conversations, I but I, I was like, yeah, yeah panicked. Yeah, my tie was like, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Yeah, it was bad news. I was and everything. <laughs> I think I was just more confused as to like what I was supposed yeah. to do. What was the I was like, I don't know what other teachers do during this time? Like, did I just supposed to talk to you or like what? Didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure. So I yeah. didn't like, I, I wasn't scared really because I did, I knew they probably wouldn't be, no one has come up to me all year and been like, hey you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, they'll probably be fine but like, what am I supposed to talk to you about? Like your kid is doing yeah. fine. Or like if your kid is not doing fine, like, how do I communicate that information to you? I'm not really yeah. sure. You In know? a gentle way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It starts off with like, hey, how you doing? Good. You good? Just sitting there <laughs> staring at you. So. so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess it's true. You don't know, right? Did you guys get a chance to do interviews in your practicums? Yeah. I oh, got to um, watch some. Yeah, I got to sit beside my mentor teacher. Yeah. Well, that's true, because you just do that, hang out, and that's once. The whole practice, yeah. and now you're a teacher, and you gotta figure out what to do then too. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do interviews in the gym, so all these parents would come in for junior high, and we'd all be seated at tables in the gym with yeah. our little stations, and the parents would all be in ta- in chairs in the middle of the gym, and you just wait in lineups to go see so and so. Yeah, that I was remember fun. that. Yeah, yeah. This big. So if you had somebody cry, then everyone would know. In a gym full of people. Mm-hmm. So why is that teacher crying? It was usually me, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, any final thoughts or anything else you want to share about the experience of being this? You only get to do this once. First year teacher. You're gonna be on the podcast. Oh, I thought you meant podcast. No, once no. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back for many more podcasts. But this will be the only year you're a first year teacher. Like this is kind That's of an true. exciting year. Yeah. I can't believe how fast the year has gone. Oh, it's like crazy. I, Mm, I feel like wonderful. we just started. And, and it's now March. It's, yeah, now yeah. it's March. Yeah. Yeah. April, like, May, June, and go? you're done. Yeah. You know so those, like, like, Facebook memories that show up? There's, yeah. like, a photo. It's like, this was a year ago. I Yesterday was on my Facebook, and there was, a like, a graduation photo that I remember taking, like, ten seconds ago. And then it was, like, one year ago. I was like, how? I blinked. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. It's crazy. I think we're lucky, too, because we have... Four first year teachers, so if for some reason it's unusual, but you had to vent or just yeah, get something totally off unusual. your chest, you can yeah. meet up with your other first years and be like, How are you handling this? Like, yeah. So it's a good support system, really. Freaking yeah. up together. Yeah. I spend yeah. at yes. least 30 minutes of every day at the end of the day just yeah. being like, You guys, guess what? We happened? really do. We all just yeah. sit together at the end yeah. of every day and we're like, What happened? What happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
showed How up to work. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I talked I to some kids. I don't yeah, know what happened. Yeah. That's so funny. You know what? Actually, U of A, when they place their student teachers, they always try to get them in pairs at least, right? Mm-hmm. So minimally, even if they're even rural school, they'll try to always have a partner mm-hmm. because they know how important that yeah. collaboration with the colleague is, right? So they got another student yeah. teacher to work with. I think our student teachers are really lucky that they have four first year teachers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. we know what it's like. Good your members. Yeah, you will, you will tell them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, here we go. That's my wife. I. I'm podcasting. Just wait. Get out of here. I think it's been great to work in such a small school with a small staff. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I've, I've not yet been mistaken for a student. Um, That's nice. As I always yeah. have been in the past. I know pretty much at least four people from every grade. The teachers, I think we're, because we're such a close-knit staff and there's only 11 of us, we, we have to support each other or else it would, the school would crumble. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of been like a blessing being in a small school. That's so supportive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And then you get to know everyone really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we can all sit at the same table if we go out as a staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. The church picnic. We all sit together on the same mm-hmm. picnic blanket. Because we're small. It's a small group. Mm-hmm. Right. That's great. That's, that's great where we would go new... socially, right? But that's great yeah. for a new teacher, I think. <laughs> because when you're at a big school, now you're not just thinking of the students and planning. You're thinking of like... You're like 40 teachers' names you have to remember. Yeah. You're trying to make relationships with and it would not happen not okay last question funniest moment that you can recall uh inappropriate for podcast yeah you can't share it <laughs> no i think mine is too <laughs> i'll tell you but whether you'll include it in the podcast yeah, or really I, know. I think the funniest for me the funniest moment has been teaching sex ed to these <laughs> boys who are just like uh, secretly like mortified by everything I say, but they're trying to play it cool. <laughs> yeah, that, you can see yeah. the struggle. That's an internal yeah. struggle. Yeah. In itself. It's yeah. very funny. I th- a funny moment for me was in September. One of my students had a drawing on their arm, and there, all the boys are laughing like, "Missing a man. This guy's got a tattoo," and I'm like, "What is it?" Like he shows me silly things. And so I tell him to go wash it off, and then he comes back to class, and he's like, look, I washed it. And he rolls up his sleeve, and there's still Sharpie all over him, obviously. So I'm sitting there, holding this kid's shoulder down, scrubbing him with hand sanitizer and a Kleenex. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, what have I signed up for? Like, <laughs> it's September, and this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. You're scrubbing <laughs> off ink. Yes, yes, ink off children, so... Yeah. <laughs> Well, that could be skin poisoning, so medically yeah. you did a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like the most absurd things happen. Like he walked into my classroom one day, and I'm just like, I'm I'm just not even noticing how absurd the situation is. But like one of my kids has like asked me if if she could go to the front of the classroom and teach another language that she's learning to the other kids. <laughs> And just starts, like, teaching them gibberish. Like, literally gibberish. Yes, he was like, that. this is how you speak gibberish. Whatever, <laughs> like, just making, like, random noises at the front of the class. And I'm just sitting at my desk like, yep, yeah, okay. Okay. But she had great, great facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, she was and really gestures, teaching. Yeah. But it was funny because I didn't even, like, you're in it so much that you don't even recognize yeah. that it's absurd. Like, it's just like, yeah, okay, this is, this is my life now. This and is that young happens. lady will probably be a teacher, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, She's yeah. so funny. That's probably here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was doing a uh, lesson on um, descriptive writing too, and it was like we were talking about what sounds like what things feel like, and we were talking about Christmas time, and of course, um, sounds like Christmas carols came up, but then specific Christmas Christmas carols came up, and the kids started randomly singing, and I was like, okay, <laughs> so then we just kept singing Christmas carols, and I was like, all right, and my kids, like half my kids are in choir, so yeah. I'm like, we're just gonna let this go, we're gonna have an awesome. <laughs> Morning of singing Christmas carols. Magical moment. Yeah. That was beautiful. It that's was fun. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. hilarious. Well, that was like you and your ukulele dance across the hall. That yeah, was weird. That, was, that was a weird, organic little thing. They all <laughs> just started following me around and singing. It was very weird. Then I was just like, yep, okay. Like, let's just, let's let's just, just, let's do just do roll it. it. But the same thing, a very weird thing happened in gym class the other day. I was like, can you guys come sit down in the circle? And I think just like having a group of fine arts kids, they just got to make noise all the time. I don't know. They just... Gotta express themselves. <laughs> so one of them started going beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, like making these little robot noises. And then they just all started making these robot noises, all like in unison, just all going like beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, <laughs> like just making. And some of them, and then they started like branching off, and some of them were like making fire truck noises, and some of them were making robot noises, and some of them were just like. I, I don't know. <laughs> just really bizarre. So what did you do? I took a video of them. Oh, and just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, it's whatever. <laughs> it's it's worth it. Let's take the two minutes to just like yeah. laugh at you. I remember being outside doing track and field with junior high kids and I turned around and they were all in a circle playing Stella Alola. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? You were supposed to be practicing your long jump. Ah, oh, this is more fun. And they were just like, in an odd group oh, of grade sevens. And that's, it just broke into Stella Ola. I'm like, what? Yes, what is going on? You're 13. Why are you playing that clap game? And then I joined in. Lost. <laughs> it was fun though. That's so funny. Day to day, like, uh, <laughs> I think I like accidentally was mean. They, which like also is kind of funny. Like I'll say something and all the kids are like, oh! And I'm like, oh man, that is not what I meant. But one of the kids, we were talking about structures and like, a structure has a defined shape and purpose or whatever. Um, and one of the kids was like, so am I a structure then? And someone was like, no, because you don't have a purpose. And I was like, well, I mean, he's kind of right. <laughs> and all the kids were like dying laughing. <laughs> like, he doesn't have a purpose. I was like, no, that's not what I meant. He doesn't have a, it's not defined. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny. Big insult take. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh. <laughs> I hate <Disgusting>. you now. <laughs> like, sorry, buddy. Okay, any funny story for yourself? Uh, not that I could think of right what now. What about your student who's selling stress balls? Oh, yeah. Like, like a, an underground business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, one of my students says after innovation, we get started. It's like that. It's like craze. Like people are ordering stress balls from her. And, and she has like a basket of them on her desk for like anyone to take at need be. So if somebody would like come good. grab one, yeah. just like hang out with it, and I grab one, and I use it. It's <laughs> so they're promoting health and wellness, but it's it also is. a side business. It's just a real entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. And one kid, so they split their Oreo in half and shared it. And one kid eats the side with no icing, and he's like, oh, it tastes better than usual today. <laughs> no, you have an Oreo. Like, uh, they're just crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> it's weird. 
but nothing's better than when you appreciate they're crazy. They like yeah, it. yeah, it's, that's it's funny. Cool. That's definitely yeah. funny. It's actually it was something funny too. They did a fire and safety presentation the other day, and I just happened to be in my room watching this. And so they had the model of a house, and then there was somebody in the bathtub. And of course, one from the grade three says, "Well, I'm in the bathtub. How am I supposed to get out?" She's like, "You just you just get out and go." He's like, "Well, I'm gonna be naked." I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. And he's like, and he just looked at her and he was being so legit. And I was like, okay. And she's like, well, there's towels. And he's like, but I'm still naked. I'm going to be embarrassed to escape my house. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. So it's a dilemma. The, yeah, yeah. And like, just very serious. And I was like, just laughing in my head because... Like at that and that, at that moment, that's not what you're gonna be worried about. You just want to get outside, but you're right. You're gonna be embarrassed, and you're gonna be naked. You're right. But you'll be okay. <laughs> but you're gonna be okay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay, well, I've kept you guys long enough. Thanks very much for being on the Demonicus podcast. I'll Thank have to you, Demonicus. <laughs> that was amazing. It was awesome. Eh? You betcha. Can't wait for and next time. <laughs> next time. Until next. Your favorite Sassy. movie, Star Trek Part Two. Star Trek Part 2. That's what she wrote on her teacher form. I did. Trying to get it continuous. (laughs) (laughs) You've never even seen it? Oh, that's it. Cheryl told me today they're making like a Star Wars Disneyland. Do you know about that? No, but I'm not surprised. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, they really crack me up. How do you explain that to parents who are like in here for a serious meeting? It's awkward. (laughs) Sometimes it helps break the... Break the ice. And there was a couple of kids from your class that were in here, and they my class, them. yeah, and they were they were they were like, what is that? <laughs> but at the same time, they're just like, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. So we should explain to the listeners. Oh, they're still listening. Yeah, that they're pipe cleaner figurines of two of the beginning teachers with, with laminated face. heads. Yeah, yeah, we're making pretty silly faces. Pretty silly faces. <laughs> it started as a prank. Yeah. And then, and then he taped us to his wall. <laughs> Behind the door. Behind yeah. the door. Yeah, so I want to hang my coat up, I say good morning to you guys. That's how <laughs> Not to us in real life. So, yeah. Cold yeah. no. shoulder at school. Laminate to self. I don't have that kind of time. I'm all the way down your classroom and greet you for real. So all the way down to the end of the universe. <laughs> okay, thanks, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I hope you really enjoyed the interview with the rookies. Again, it's been just a fantastic experience to work with these folks, and uh, I've really enjoyed the process of watching them learn and grow and being uh, part of uh, the beginning of their career and being able to support them and mentor them in this uh, in this journey. I uh, certainly recommend listening to the interview to any uh, student teachers or people that are about to uh, embark in their educational career. Uh, if you have questions or comments or some deep thoughts you'd like to share with me, I would really appreciate that. So you can email me at josephd at eics.ab.ca. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Principal Dumont. Uh, feedback and the conversation is uh, always welcome. And so don't hesitate for sure to send me uh, a few thoughts. And um, if there's any uh, folks that are out there that are about to uh, begin their education career and would like a little more information and would like to visit our school, please send me an email as well and I will connect you with one of these fantastic beginning teachers and they would be happy to uh, spend some time with you and share a little bit about how their first year experience has gone and give you their tips and tricks and uh, some good advice for for you as you begin uh, a journey in a profession that really is the most important profession as we uh, mold and shape the lives of our students. And so with that, thank you very much for listening to the Demonicus Podcast.